Hello and welcome to Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? I'm uh, a little sad, Chris, I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit sad. So, congrats to the Golden State Warriors. Let's get that out of the way. Golden State Warriors, NBA champions. Steph the Curry. wise man. Yeah, the wise guy is uh, the if wise man is an congrats. NBA NBA champion. Um, and uh, did you see these pictures with the trophy? He did like the Kobe. <laughs> she just <laughs> put it on her story. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's get down into the sadness of it to the Boston Celtics side, just for a little bit. I'll dwell in the uh, in the sadness that it is. Tatum, this whole series was just a no-show. The whole series. I mean, he, he impacted the game the best he could in other ways, but he couldn't score. And I don't know if it was a toughness factor. or I mean, I think it's a toughness factor. And it's got to be and also an inexperience factor. But he seemed rattled by everything Golden State threw at him. And he couldn't make a layup to save his life. Um, later in the game, I think it was like maybe even end of the third quarter he does this he goes to the rim and instead of like going to the rim he just like throws it behind him i like my dad and i were just looking at him like what the fuck's he doing <laughs> like like what is going on and i don't know al horford was the one bringing the energy jalen brown was bringing some energy but it, it was really three guys showed up for the boston celtics and that was robert williams jalen brown and al horford everyone else they didn't show up the bench was horrific. Uh, Tatum was bad. Smart was bad. And I just, it, what baffled my mind, I was like, just sitting there watching, like, what did they do in practice? Because every game, I've said it multiple times on this podcast, every time they lose, it's the same thing. So it's like, what are you doing in practice if you're not pushing? Like, they should be practicing on pushing the pace. They should be mm-hmm. practiced on transition offense. Every time that a Boston Celtic player is down the court, all the other ones are just standing there. And that's what the uh, that's what the Warriors took advantage of. And that's what they don't do. They move. They move when the, when the ball's not in their hand. Uh, I saw Jason Tatum just stand in the corner for three and a half quarters, pretty much. And every time he cut, he got a good layup. So, it's uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating, but I don't know. It's a young team. I, uh, I I feel bad for Al. This is probably his last chance, but it's a young team. They can get some more pieces around them. They need a dog, though. They need a dog. And I thought – I Like right now, Robert Williams is the dog. He is the dog, but – But he's, he's not an offensive threat. No, he's not an offensive threat, nor do they want to make him an offensive threat for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, some, at one point, Marcus Smart is – passing it over probably to the other team and uh robert williams is standing under the basket literally like uncontested mm-hmm. so i think like i was kind of saying that while watching the game throughout the whole like why don't they use him more he's bigger than everyone on the warriors uh i mean he has the butt he has the hurt knee so they could be just worried about him in stop and because if you lose him defensively they were screwed anyways so I don't know. He is the dog, though, and I thought I thought Smart was supposed to be the dog. I I don't know what happened to this 
smart that yells at the team and tells them to get their shit together because he wasn't there. It's, I mean, it's like he's taken on a bigger role offensively, which is not necessarily his strength. No, it's not, and it's not like, what his team I mean, needs. he had games where he really did produce a lot and was a key contributor on offense, but in these finals, particularly, wasn't. Still took a lot of shots. When, like, his role, he's a defense player of the year, He's that guy. He's the pest. That's who he should be. But yeah. when you have your star player not being able to score, and that leaves you with basically only Jalen Brown, that's your bucket getter, and Al Horford on and off, like somebody's got to try to score points. And that was the issue with this team. They couldn't score points to save their lives. They couldn't save. They couldn't score points. The they didn't win a single quarter of this game. Actually, they won the third quarter. Sorry, but it wasn't enough. Uh, they kept bringing the lead. Like they kept bringing it to twelve. They kept bringing it to to ten to eight. And I was looking at my dad. I was like, "Can we bring it to five? Can we bring it to four? <laughs> like I and it felt like the whole arena was, of course, hyped that they were getting back into the game. But it was almost like. You're cheering, like you're cheering for nothing. Like they're getting back into to do to do the exact same thing and just let the Warriors get ahead again. Uh, yeah. And and when the when the Warriors were on runs too, that place was it silent. Was like a morgue. Yeah. It was a there was a bunch of dead men walking. They they scored after the the fourteen and two to two start. They scored. I think it was like fifty two to twenty five, which is just embarrassing. Like that's just. Like at some point it's gotta be it's gotta be effort, right? Like you gotta be out there. I felt like at some points in the game they just kind of gave up at some mm-hmm. points and that was that was annoying to see. Well it it looked like that with the turnovers, which is something that's happened like you said, every game that they lose is the same and it's always turnovers and they're always careless. Like the ball will just disappear. Not like the Warriors are playing or are strapping like every player on the team. No, it just ends up to the it's other team's hands. Just... <laughs> it really doesn't make any sense because you're no. like, who forced that turnover? Uh, no one. They just can't. They just gave the it to ball them. on the floor. They, they uh, at one point, actually at, at halftime, they averaged more than a turnover per two minutes. Yeah, that's not. You can't win a really basketball good. game like that. No, you can't, and it's impossible. It uh, this showed the the stability of the Warriors, the the great coaching of the Warriors, and they were never like the the Warriors were never rattled in this series. Even in Game One, mm-hmm. they lost, and Curry was smiling on the bench like they. And I think it gives. We were talking about I think before the series started the emphasis of. Uh, being there and doing it before and I kind of pooed it away but this series has changed changed everything I feel like experience I mean it really it shows that it matters like mm-hmm. the this core and this coaching staff just was it felt like their heads were on more, more like on tighter than the Celtics were well yeah and when things did go wrong like they were still in the game yeah it wasn't like things were gonna pile on and pile on mm-hmm. until the point where they were hopeless. Like if the Celtics would go on a run, 
you knew that the Warriors were a run of their own from getting right back into it. Oh, Which the Celtics yeah. did in game one, but then we didn't see that again. Yeah, and the the beginning of the game, they, they actually played, like, I was, like, watching it, and I was like, like this is real basketball. Like this is <laughs> this is actually offense. You get people are moving around. Uh, they're setting different, uh, not I guess screens for each other, and then that all just stopped again. It all just went reverted back to the ISO ball. That everyone just stands around and watches whoever has the ball. And then a little bit afterwards, it came to the Horford pushing the pace, and it, the team's really good when the Horford can push the pace. Love uh, it when he runs the floor. I know, and he can't—he can't be the guy to do it. He can't be no. the thirty-six-year-old to run up and down the court because that's—he gets tired. He can't do it the whole game. So it needs to be Tatum. It needs to be Brown. It needs to be Smart, and it wasn't. So mm-hmm. it also doesn't help that the bench was horrific, absolutely horrific. Pritchard couldn't hit a shot. And yeah, I don't he think got Pritchard's hit literally a shot nothing since the Milwaukee series. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in game one, he hit a couple threes in that stretch where they didn't miss. But that was like a collective. That's true. Something uh, happened where yeah. just none of them missed. Derek White, uh, he got timid. He stopped, like, he stopped his float, his little floaters that go in. Uh, he stopped doing the things that he normally does. He also couldn't hit a layup. Grant Williams, again, haven't seen him since the Milwaukee series. Um, and that was like. If you if you look at why we won the Milwaukee series, and I guess uh, yeah, in the Miami series is was our bench actually pulled through? You know, Derek White mm-hmm. had a, gr- a couple great games in the Miami series. Grant Williams had that amazing Game Seven uh, in, in Boston and Milwaukee or against Milwaukee. So it can't just be all on Tatum and Brown. But then again, Tatum can't score thirteen points. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it felt like he wasn't even playing. No, because he didn't look like he was. Like he had no no presence at all. No, he didn't. He disappeared. He, and the worst part about Tatum is you can see his attitude shift. Like mm-hmm. he'll miss a couple layups, and then he'll just be calling for fouls, slumping his arms, walking up the court, and that's not the energy we needed for Game Six. It should have been yeah. we if you like. And Brown had the right idea. He took 23 shots. He made 12. But the ones that he missed, he didn't sulk. He didn't, you know, hit himself in the head. Like, he just was – he was there to play basketball and score buckets. And You can't do the the Kobe tweet and then come out and play like that. I agree. Oh, no. I thought all of that Kobe stuff – like, they were up – they were up 1-0, and he was, like, wearing the Kobe stuff to practice and wearing the armband. And it's like – that's great and all, but you gotta. It's only great when you back it up. You can't score 13 yeah. points and be calling yourself the next Kobe. So, I don't know. I haven't seen any any sort of Kobe thing since the series got tight. So, <laughs> but this, I mean, I don't know. The, all right, let's let's look on the positive side. This team was 11th in the league halfway through. No one expected them to be in the finals. Uh, they they. They really had no no business with, with the Warriors compared to their coaching staff, their continuity, um, all that stuff. Just superstar and power. The superstar general. power, yeah. Like Curry was the best player on the floor by miles. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, by by a mile for sure. And they and they took him to six. So it's mm-hmm. a great season when you look at it. Uh, it's sad that they, you know, I'm sad that they didn't finish the job. But they they have Tatum's what twenty four. Brown is twenty five. Smart's only twenty eight. Like this core is going to be together for a little bit. And you had a first year head coach. And I had a first year head coach. The and there's there's also there's stuff to improve. Like we can improve the bench. We can get that dog. Mm-hmm. We can get. We definitely need a three point shooter somewhere. Uh, and there's stuff to work on with this team. So they're young. They're malleable. I think though the the only issue is that there's one giant Giannis in the way. Every year, there's one giant Giannis, and we beat him this don't year. Even, don't even worry about that right now. Like, this, is a, this is a focus on yourself point of view. Don't worry about all that. But like, it's, it's hard to focus on the Boston Celtics trying to make it back there when we had, we had this murderer's row that we went through this year. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about just me watching, having to watch them do it all over again just stresses me out already. But it's not a. I mean, just, we're not even in the yeah. playoffs yet. You know, it's just try to zero, zero try right to now. enjoy the off season. Because yeah. you're right. Like there are things where, when you when you lose a series like this, really any playoff series, you immediately exit with things to improve on, things that you can get better at, and you know that Brad Stevens is like he's a smart guy. Yeah, he's not just going to run it back. No, that, that's the same yeah. exact roster. He's going to be busy. Mm-hmm. So. You know, they're going to come into next season as one of the favorites, I would think, based on what they do in this offseason. Um, and you have the core in place for a long time. So those, yeah. are the, those are the positives. Yeah, that's true. They uh, they just need – they definitely need an improvement on the bench. The starters seem fi- – like, if, if Horford can stay another year and stay with the – I mean, he'll be 37 by the end of the next year. It's If he can stay with the same – pace and attitude we i'm sure we'd love to bring him back but i mean i i think i think he just opted into his player i think he would just opt into his player contract and do it go I run it back so, yeah but if like i don't think we'll we'll trade him or anything so if he wants to play again i'm sure he'd play again uh and hopefully he keeps up the same production and we can have him as a start I mean, have the same starting five because the starting five was great it just mm-hmm. ended up kicking themselves in the butt all the time because of stupid mistakes. Yeah. Well, and when you don't have reliable guys that you can go to on the bench. Yeah, it's hard because they got to play the whole time. their ability. Yeah. yeah. I agree. All right, let's look at the uh, let's look at the Warriors real quick. Let's give them some props. Uh, Steph Curry, he played another great game. Like, he, he really did – uh, it does, like, I see the things on Twitter, it's like that he's a front runner, and, like, you can actually kind of see it in the game. He kind of is a front runner. But <laughs> he's such an amazing front runner with such spectacular weapons that it, like, he is such, he's such a big bag that it doesn't really matter, you know? Like, <laughs> sure, he's a front runner, but he also score he's scoring from 30 feet away and uh, just taking the crowd out of it. He's forcing every defense to focus solely on him and they just left like the Celtics would just leave people open from multiple times this game. So the, that was, that's all the Steph Curry effect. He now has his finals MVP. So congrats to him. He's still not he close was, to LeBron. He was crying a little bit too much. He was, he's a win when won his fourth ring. Yeah. And a lot of, uh, 
he, I guess he called himself the Petty King uh, afterwards, but he is really is a petty motherfucker. Like that sleepy thing God. when he hit the last three in the fourth quarter it was like, all right, dude. Yeah, it's it gets a little much, <laughs> especially like halfway through the game he's pointing for his fourth ring. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, like settle down, dude. Like calm, mm-hmm. calm down. Um, but still, like a, he's still a likable guy. I don't like him anymore, but he's still a likable guy. Oh yeah, no, I would hate him forever. Yeah, I I can't like him anymore. <laughs> There's no way. Um, Dr- Draymond had a great game too. I, the second, so he when, started, the were, second, were he you the nervous game. when he hit the first three? Oh yeah, I <laughs> I want to turn the game. Let me let me look at. I wish I could see like the game. I think they were still down. It was when the Warriors started to go on that run in the third or in the first quarter. There was one point. I'm trying to look at the the score. Uh, that's the first quarter. It was some way halfway through the second. <clears throat> halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, when it got uh, to 42-31, or I was like, I, I was like, this team's not coming back. Oh, 47-33. <laughs> that's when I was like, this team's not coming back. Yeah. It's like I lied. Fifty four, thirty three. That's when I wanted to turn off the game. <laughs> Two minutes left in the third quarter. I was like, I cannot watch this. But I, I ended up watching mm-hmm. it. I and hated it. But mm-hmm. it was like, and that's that's a telling. You could tell early with the Celtics team throughout the whole finals if they wanted to win or not. And they they didn't. They did. They went. Uh, they like they at third that second quarter at the end was embarrassing. It's an embarrassing second quarter, yeah. and that's not what you could feel it in the building too. Yeah, and you could tell the like crowd knew it was knew. done too. Yeah, you could tell the crowd knew it was done. And there was not. I didn't see a game like that in Boston in a while. Yeah, it's uh. I mean, it is what it is. That's what that's what this team, this Warriors team, does to you. It sucks the sucks the life out of the building. And I got to give props to Andrew Wiggins. He mm. was slandered on for years. And, yeah, we both of us. Both of us were talking about how bummy he is. Uh, and we kind of, like, we should have seen this. It's always, of course, it's better to say this after they win a championship. We should have seen this coming. But this is really the perfect spot for Wiggins. He's a defensive mm. player. Uh, he doesn't have to score. He doesn't have to be the primary scorer. He will get you buckets, though. And... Yeah, he just did everything this game. He he Played really really the whole series. Yeah, and at he, least the last three games, he, he took showed Tatum up. out of it. Like mm. Tatum was out of the series because of Wiggins and Draymond Green. Mm. So yeah, yeah I didn't I I didn't expect the impact that he would have. No, I didn't. I thought expect I thought Poole would have been more of an impact player. But, I hate which Poole. Poole looked great at least at the I beginning hate of the game. That guy, <laughs> like I cannot stand Jordan Poole. <laughs> he might be my least favorite NBA player, honestly. Really? Yeah, he's up there because he was just everything he did was so annoying. He's just such an annoying mm-hmm. player, and the pro- <laughs> other issue is that he's good too. It's like, of course he's mm-hmm. good. He's. I think he's going to turn into their number two scorer next year. Oh yeah, I, Clay, I think so. Clay did not show up. Game six, Clay was not there. there. There was no game six, Clay. <laughs> Whatever the opposite. Yeah, five is. for twenty. Is a rough stat. Yeah, he was bricking a lot. He was. And it got to the point where I was like, alright, like, you can let him shoot. Like, I'd rather have him <laughs> shoot than low-key at the end, him than Wiggins. Wiggins 
was the second best player in this series. Mm-hmm. So he gets, and he was he gets clutch to too. Like he would hit big buckets at at big spots. Big buckets and tough buckets. That's mm-hmm. I need to see Tatum. Tatum needs to. I can't believe I'm saying Tatum needs to play like Wiggins. <laughs> can't believe I'm saying that, but he does. He needs. He he's already got the defensive side. He that's the other thing. Like Tatum is a great defensive player, and it showed in this series too. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be. He needs some toughness. He needs to stop looking for foul calls. He needs to stop playing. He literally stops playing when there's not a foul call. He needs to do a lot of those things and just finish at the rim. He's just got to finish, man. Uh, but the the whole Tatum is he a superstar? It's if you say that seriously, like if he's actually a superstar, I feel like you're an idiot. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's 24. He had the he had a I think it was let me look let me pull up the pull up the stats because he had a an amazing playoff run all right he went through Giannis mm-hmm. he went through KD he went through Jimmy Butler and in those series and he was the guy he was the guy yeah he was the guy for the whole Eastern Conference so so he was first in points for the playoffs first in assists youngest player to ever get six hundred ten and ten or hundred and hundred sorry in the playoffs. Beat the three people I just named. Dropped forty six down three two against the Bucks, and uh, won two game sevens. Like you can't. It's a, that's a great resume for a playoff run, and it's his first long playoff run. If you look at the 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 superstars, the like the people that we have at the top top, and you look at them at twenty four, not a lot of them were in the finals at twenty four. Mm-hmm. So and he is. Whether Jalen Brown shows up or not in the game, because some nights it's Jalen Brown's night, some nights it's Tatum's night, but this is Tatum's team. This city fucking loves Tatum. Like, and yeah. I almost to a detriment at Brown. Like, I kind of feel bad for him sometimes because, like, no matter what Tatum does, it's like, oh, Tatum, Tatum, Tatum. But he he does rightfully deserve to get slandered. He rightfully deserves it. Uh, but he needs to come in, put in the work this off season. Get a go to some finishing classes, and uh, you know get ready for his for his twenty fifth twenty fifth year in life. I guess I was gonna say twenty fifth year and then say something about the NBA, but yeah, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the other thing is like a loss in a series like this, especially for him, is only gonna make him more hungry. I hope so. At least no, and they. I mean, he's got to be pretty embarrassed. I would be embarrassed. I like I said this uh game I like I think it was like game 2 when they lost. I was like they he should be embarrassed. He should be looking at his stats mm-hmm. all the time and being like I need to play better. I need to be the one carrying this team. It can't be Horford. Like mm-hmm. Horford can't be the energy shifter. Uh it needs to be him. So I do like there's still he's still a superstar. There's still hope with this team next year. Uh but you know they got to get some pieces on the bench, get some uh, get some extra help, as you said. The Warriors yeah. back to them one more one more time. To have the second overall pick, what two years ago, and now to be in the NBA Finals, it it's almost like because everyone's gonna be like, oh, like what a turnaround, what a turnaround. But it's almost cheap. It's almost a cheap turnaround. Like none of their none of their guys play <laughs> yeah it's like you gotta remember no one played that season yeah it was like draymond for a while 
and he was it was like Draymond and Wiggins. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't want to hear about that. And the number two pick, they didn't even play. He didn't like, even play the whole season. He hasn't played. I mean, we so. love we love the Wiseman NBA champ, yeah. but uh, he hasn't played in two. He hasn't played. I don't even think he's, has he even played an NBA game. He's playing in games, yeah. Okay, well that's good. I I uh I couldn't I couldn't know I didn't know if he played in NBA games or not. And it's funny you He's look at thirty nine games. Oh okay, all right. But still, in two years, that's not very good. Yes, no, that's not good at all. Uh, it's funny you look at this team halfway through the year, and it's like, oh, they need that one piece. They need that one piece. It's like they have the nucleus. They just need that one extra piece to push them to a championship. Push them to a champ- and they held out. They didn't trade anybody. They had all these young players that they were like, oh, you could get a superstar for them. They got all these picks and stuff. And instead, they did the smart thing and just said, no. We, like, this team can win. This team has the young pieces to not only win now, but win in the future. Mm-hmm. And Kaminga's going to be, I, I think Kaminga's going to be good. Like, good, good. I don't know about Moody, but I, I think Kaminga has it. So, you already have Pool. You have... I don't. I think Carrie Payton's pretty old. Actually, like twenty nine, so he's not in there. But you have these young pieces that will take over for when the Curry Curry's done and Thompson's done and Draymond. Yeah. Done. I mean, they're already filling in for Clay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. The Who was a significant threat in this game, whereas Clay was. Pool's got to learn some defense. Not it. If he learns some defense, yes, he'll play all he game. Like, he won't be so right. out. And I don't know. I feel like he also, he's the guy that he gets, like, one or two threes in, and then he's just chucking up whatever. Mm-hmm. He's a chucker when he gets hot. <laughs> he is he a just, chucker. He just thinks he could just pull it up. He thinks he's Curry. Yeah, yeah. And if you play on that team, like, I would think I'm Curry, too. Contagious, yeah. Yeah, it's, and that, <laughs> that's the other thing about Curry. It's, like, his shots, not only does it destroy the crowd – but it, it, their bench goes nuts, goes bananas mm-hmm. when he shoots from 30 feet out at the guy right next to him. So, yeah. Well, because you have that feeling where it's like, oh, no, yeah, I just had a bad offensive possession. Let me just chuck the ball to Curry, and I'll huck up a shot with two seconds left on the shot clock. And it's a 50% chance that we're getting three points out of I it. think what what happened with the Celtics, too, is they kind of realized – like, I, I don't know if they realized it or – I have sorry. I'm reading the comments. It says poor Boston fans never get any championships. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the, the it looked like he was not only deflating the crowd, deflating, uh, inflating his team, but the Celtics looked like they were just like, "Fuck! Like, what are we gonna do?" Like they looked hopeless. It was like they. And uh, I think Stan Van Gundy said it. He was like, "They're flailing," and they were flailing. Which, and he did it to everybody throughout the whole playoffs. Yeah. Like, yeah. he never we, – we kept talking about how he never had that huge game. But, like, all it took were little moments where, like, he oh, didn't need he the huge just game. played great on defense, and then there's nothing you can do. And when there's nothing you can do, that's when you become deflated. Yeah. I agree. And there, there were many points throughout this game and this series where it did play good defense on him. And it still doesn't but matter. It doesn't matter because he's that good. And, oh, you know, him going that's to the why he rim. Has four rings. Him going to the rim and just beating everybody off the dribble. It just 
take that film and send it to the Celtics because they couldn't do that at all. They, they, I don't think they beat one person off the dribble. There was also like no help sometimes though. Because poor Horford, thirty-six-year-old <laughs> Horford, who's who's he's like on he's got the brailest knees in the world is trying to guard Steph Curry and the Celtics are just like yeah go ahead go right just ahead leave him on an island leave him on an island how many times does Curry have to cook Robert Williams and uh Al Horford for him to get some fucking help like send Jalen Brown down there send Tatum down there and they would do that and that was the issue they would do that and then there'd be a wide open three because they weren't they like they would switch but not everyone would switch so it wouldn't it didn't work <laughs> the half switch is always what gets you yeah that the one person <clears throat> switching so there's one person that's wide open if you ever if you ever play Wii basketball on like Wii sports resort uh-huh. that's like the cheat code the half switch you get the because the defenders don't communicate very well yeah so you get the, the defender switches off and then bam lava it up it. so the other thing with that is, like, when Horford was on his run, he was, he, like, hit three threes in a row, pretty much. And I was like, great, Al Horford can hit these threes that we've been waiting for, and then we're just going to leave a three wide open. So the score was still 16, uh, 16 up Warriors. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. It was driving me nuts. But it's, uh, it's you know, it's detriment to the, the Warriors' offense and their whole, as I said, continuity and stability. At least you can say the better team won. I don't think that's true. Really? I thought, like, I I think if the bench players are right, this this Warriors team is done in five. I, and, but they weren't. No, I know, but they weren't right. They weren't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They weren't right, and the, the Celtics kept, it, like, that's why I'm frustrated, because it was self-inflicting wounds. Every game, it was always the same self-inflicting wounds. So that's why... But at some point, like, that's just who you are. I guess you're right. Like, you can blame it. You can say, like, we beat ourselves, and, like, if we played our best, we probably could have beaten them. But if you say that after every game... But I didn't say it after every game. They won two games. They were great in those two games. They played played Celtics basketball in those two games. That's the difference. Is they played Celtics basketball in those two games and the other three games they didn't. They played it for a quarter. Which one is the real team? The team the team that made it to the finals, finals, I guess. Yeah, the team that made it to the finals. That was the real team. But no, that's the thing. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make (laughs) sense. That, like you're trying to you're trying to do it to, in your own head, but it doesn't make sense to anybody. It doesn't make sense. Like this team just doesn't. It it was it was literally like you could turn them off. It looked like someone mm. flipped a switch in the back of TD Garden, and the Celtics just stopped playing basketball. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm. It's, that's why it's I say that it's all it's awful. It's awful basketball. So that's why I'm saying I don't think the better team won. I think. The, the Celtics had it, and they just they just fell apart. Yeah. Okay, I, I guess. I still think that the Warriors are more talented. I think Steph Curry's more talented. I think, like, Wiggins if you— probably better than Tatum. <laughs> shut that, shut In this series, he was. In this series, he was better than Tatum. But if you look at this, like, if you look at the teams before the series started, and we could have done this, it goes— Curry's the best player, Tatum Brown, 
uh, maybe Wiggins, and then what? Horford, Williams, Smart. Like it, it's Thompson. it's more. Yeah, but Thompson Thompson was garbage. Come on. Now. Before this series, I would have put him fourth. I think. Put put him fourth. All right. So okay, Curry, Tatum, Brown, Thompson. Uh, I would say Smart. Horford Wiggins, Robert Williams, and then I guess it doesn't matter by that point. But there, what I'm saying is, yeah. there's, there's, I feel like there's more better players on the Celtics. So yeah, I think they're the better team. But it's it doesn't matter it's quantity now. of it. Yeah, that's true. This it doesn't matter pointless now. Pointless discussion. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. So uh, also, I'm so glad the ESPN should never get the finals again. Mm-hmm. That was a horrific showing by the finals of ESPN. The half times were always shit. Uh, the announcers were gar- like. Stanley I don't know didn't... why you keep watching the halftime show. Like, because it's just on. What do you want me to do? I'm just sitting no. there sulking because my team no, scored 39 points. My uh, no, I'm I sitting there sulking on as... Twitter. I guess I normally do that anyways, but that just makes me even sadder because they scored 39 points in the first half in two games. Anyways, uh, no, ESPN blows. I, I I don't know about you, but I can't stand Stan Van Gundy. He is the yeah. most annoying person ever. I, uh, I think he's hilarious. Was it? Jack- it was my team though. It's, he yeah, he Jeff. said Stan is oh, the, okay. The yeah, that's one. what I meant. Yeah, it's, I meant Jeff. Jeff was this this one, right? He was yeah, on he's ESPN. like the little rat. Yeah, he's a pest, bro. He's so annoying because he says the same stuff. Him and Mark Jackson are just like two buffoons. Mark Jackson. <laughs> they literally say the they same really thing every play. really don't know why play. he's still on the broadcast. Every game, he's like he the same thing. He is really thing. bad. I, I feel for Mark Jackson because he's had to announce four Warriors finals victories. I don't victories feel for him. Announce him better. After he was fired. I announce him better. <laughs> nah, announce him better, bro. And at, at, no, I'm not saying yeah, it has an effect you on his bad. announcing. But yeah, yeah, but I know what you're saying. He shouldn't be on the broadcast. He's the most useless person ever. Yeah, it should really, like, and I, I feel like Mike Breen only just says bang. I can never tell if it's his, if it's his voice or not. Besides well, the cadence, like, everything he says, he just says, like, in such a perfect cadence. Yeah, that's it's true. like, you could say straight bullshit, and the way he says it sounds cool. That's true. He's got a good voice for, he, he does have a good voice for announcing, so I guess that's, but. I Can you imagine, like, Kevin Harlan doing the finals? <laughs> That'd no. be awesome. <laughs> I but it, it, it's funny thing because ESPN I, like there's no good good color guys. I feel like there's not none no. of them are good. Like no, it's not like Reggie they Miller. Should, is they like, should let uh, like ninety year old Hubie Brown do it. <laughs> That's what I'd like. Who, to see. who does the or college even Doris Burke? Yeah, I like Doris. Doris gets shelled away um, on the radio. And poor, yeah, poor Doris. He, Dan Shulman does college games, and Jay Billis is the color guy. They're pretty good. That's one of my favorite time, crews right? on yeah. TV. Yeah. They're really good. Shulman is like one of my favorite announcers in the game. They need someone else. In sports. Because it's really it's detriment to, to to the game. It's really bad. Yeah. I mean, they should just give it to TNT. Yeah, they should. Well, not give it, but TNT should go get it. Because imagine that the pre and post game and halftime for the NBA Finals is that crew. Oh, everyone would, everyone and their mom would be watching it. Yeah. Like, and it's funny. Those are like, some. how is that someone's house? 
one time when like just a random TNT game was on, and it was halftime, and they're like, "Oh, let's switch it." I was like, "No, no, no, yeah, no, no, no." I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, and this he was like, "This entertaining." He was part. like, and he was like, "What?" Like, the it's just a halftime show, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to watch it. Like, I want to watch the <laughs> halftime show. Like, sorry." <laughs> but uh yeah the that they they should they deserve it i feel like just for the that alone all right have we exhausted ourselves on the the finals we said everything i think yeah yeah i got nothing left i got nothing less either congrats again to the warriors um there's no reason there's no need to feel bad for me either i'm just gonna throw that out there no one feel sad for me it's all right um but let's thanks, thanks for the disclaimer yeah just showing it out there no no one feel bad for me it's all right um let's move on the off season is already getting started the finals weren't even over yet and the dallas mavericks were making trades to improve their team they traded the 2020 their 2022 first round pick 26 pick Bo, boban uh marquise chris trey burke and sterling brown for christian wood how did the Rockets get out of this trade? They got nothing. They got they got twenty six overall. They maybe turns into something. Maybe, maybe if you're lucky, he gets. You, if you're lucky, you can get like a Jordan Poole, but that's about it. Like this is such a steal. What a steal for the Houston or for the Dallas Mavericks. They have now the rim protector that they need. Uh, he's a good rim protector. He's a solid player. What nineteen points a game? He'll help out Luca. He's a good lob lob finisher to Luca, and it just improves their team that just made the the Western Conference Finals. Well, and they they got rid of their big man Porzingis. Yep. And that was like a hole on the team. You just put in Christian Wood, who's a better fit with them, and they gave up. I was looking, I was like, wow, that's a lot of guys to give up. I was like reading the names, and I was like, a "Whole lot of nobody." Any of these guys play? No, in the they playoffs? didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't. It's like we were criticizing teams for trading like their whole depth for superstars. I, like Christian was not a superstar; he's a really good player. But so I was like, "That's." At first, I was a little bit skeptical of it, and then I didn't recognize. I recognized a couple of the names, and then I went and looked at their numbers, and I was like, "I mean, these are scrubs." Yeah, these are bums. <laughs> like honestly, like, these are the perfect guys to play on the Rockets while they're in like a transition period. But that's all they are. My other question is, why? Like, if I'm the Rockets, just give me the the 26 pick. Why? I don't need. And maybe you have to match salary or something. But mm-hmm. there's I think no that's probably what it was. There's no need to get any of these guys. You're not gonna play any of them. It's not like they're. I don't know how. Like, are the any of these guys young? Do you know? Any of these guys young? Trey Burke? Uh... Maybe Sterling Brown. Burke's been around for a while. Chris has been around for yeah, a while all of these. Now. Yeah, he's twenty. He's twenty nine. Like all of these nope, guys. Sterling Brown is twenty seven. Yeah, so it's not like this adds anything to the Rockets' rebuild. So, I don't know. I guess you couldn't have got like it's either this. It would either get the twenty this or like the Lakers next year and Russell Westbrook. So I guess it's better than that. <laughs> Apparently they want to open up more playing time for Sengun. I love it. Love Sengun. I don't. He's the uh, he's the Euro guy that had like a bunch of Spanish MVPs. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Love Sengun. He was a. Uh, it, it's what's sad about Sengun is he was taken by the Celtics pick. Ah, uh, a little yeah. rough. 
but do love do love Sangoon. If only you had him. If only he, yeah, I know. Honestly, had could have had Sangoon out there. Uh, actually, no, we did not need another center at all. But, <laughs> anyways, uh, but like I don't understand it because Christian Wood was like the bright spot on the team. I know. Think, unless and you really like... don't think he's a fit, like with Jalen Green. Which I guess they didn't. That that's the only explanation for it. But you think as a young team like this, you keep your best players. Yeah, you keep the good ones, players. not the bad ones. <laughs> and let's let's talk about he's twenty six and it seemed like like five teams wanted him. Mm-hmm. This was not like no one wanted him. They've tried to trade him all year. Like they didn't trade him this year on purpose. Like they had mm-hmm. offers on the table. And now they're just gonna, just gonna give him up for nothing, pretty much. Yeah, it it will be interesting to see, like how his numbers change now that he's on an actual competitive team. That is like yeah. who else is gonna get points for the Rockets? No, and that and Logan, that's like the uh, the Jeremy Logan. Grant mm-hmm. uh, scenario with uh, with Detroit. It's like yeah, no shit, he gets. 21 points a game no one else scores like they have to get 100 right they have somebody to has some. to <laughs> yeah that you know it's funny just this is like a, a quick thing when the the f- second quarter was going on i was like are we gonna hit are we gonna hit 80 points this game i was like are we gonna hit 60 like can we can we hit the 50 mark by you know halfway through the third but anyways yeah, those are not good thoughts to have no not at all but the back to Christian Wood, it'll be it will be interesting to see him. He'll be up against actual competition. You know, it won't be just be the like I mean, I guess he's playing normal competition in the regular season, but he'll be in the playoffs. He'll be playing against playoff players, and he's gonna have to actually. Oh, well, unless he's traded to an Eastern team, but he's gonna have to get around Rudy Gobert and other good center in uh, Jokic and other good centers of the Western Conference. So. It'll be interesting. He, to see. he is far below that tier. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I I I know that, but he has to be up, he has to go up against them. You know, like that's that's mm-hmm. his competition now. So I do think that eases the pressure off Luca. It, it it allows him to lob it up to someone, and it adds great defense for them. So and they gave up nothing. They just added them to the team next year. So yeah. or the team that was unless last the twenty six pick turns out to be superstar. It's true. Like, they literally just dumped four guys that they didn't need. No. It's, it's always sad when you're treating team trades away Boban, though. Yeah, that's the that's the one thing. It's like, man, you had to throw <laughs> Boban in there. You couldn't have thrown the yeah. contract. Rockets are like, we need to sell some more tickets. So yeah, then we need Boban. Boban. Maybe that'll help. We need a – they have, like – I feel like the Rockets always – like, Kevin Porter is, like, a bad locker room guy. I feel like Jalen – actually, Jalen Green I've never, never heard anything about. But they need Boban. Just so to, young. Yeah, they need Boban to settle him in. <laughs> it's the gentle giant. I'm gonna be. I'm sad at the uh, the Luca Boban, like the their friendships go. Wow, it's sad. It is sad. All right. Well, uh, I guess if we were giving grades, Mavericks get an A. Rockets get a C minus. You get the pick. That's it. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Unless Sengun like turns into like an all star, which. I guess then you look back and you say, it doesn't matter what we got. This trade was necessary. Yeah, that's true. And you could be like, and we got 26 players out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they, I think they probably are trending in the right direction. They have, I think it's four 
17 and 26? No, they have picks. They have three. The three, okay. Yeah, because they have the chance to get Apollo if he drops. Mm. Or uh, it's funny. Chet if, drops. Yeah, Chet if he drops. But but then what do you do with Sangoon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's the draft's gonna be really interesting because it starts. We what's nice is that it starts at four. Like it we does just, we just know that the three will go in any order. Oh, I thought you meant like it starts at four o'clock. Oh no, sorry. Like oh, <laughs> nice, nice. That's huge. <laughs> no, sorry. They uh, I meant the fourth pick because right. we yeah. know the top three's going in some order, and then we'll have and but it's nice because we don't know. I have no idea what order. What Chet Paulo, Ivy? No, Chet Paulo, uh, guy from Auburn. Oh yeah. The Barry Smith. Barry Smith, yeah. Yeah, you know, not a fan. I get, I well, I haven't watched a mock or looked at a mock draft in a while. No, I think that's consensus. What's going to happen? The top three. Okay. But, but Ivy's four, right there at four, and the mm. but the problem is the Kings have Deer and Fox, and they're like, and they're going to be because they're, they're the Kings and they're dumbasses. They're going to be like, oh, I can't draft two point guards, even though they drafted, I think what they got davion mitchell last Halliburton, year which was a pick and was and uh halliburton <laughs> so they they drafted point guards in the first round literally the past three years and now they're now they the year they're gonna stop no idea what they're doing they never have any idea what they're doing they literally never have a plan so unless I mean, they that's why they're haven't made the playoffs in 50 20 years. years yeah the i love that mock trade by the way that i sent you uh kyle kuzma in the 10th for the fourth Yes. Love it. Love it. All over that. Because I want Ivy. That's that, the guy that, I want. That would be it. You'd be right there. I have a Ivy. bias towards Big Ten guys because I watch them play. Yeah. But, like, I give me James Ivy. That would be fantastic. <laughs> give him give him the reins. Although this mock draft has us taken Johnny Davis, who's another Big Ten guy. There you go. The uh, It's funny. It's what? It's in two weeks, the draft? Uh, is it? It could be even closer, but I think it's not nah, June twenty third. It's next June 23rd. week. Twenty third, yeah. I like that. I like that too. Get things started. Like that's that's the the one thing about the NFL. It's like they got like it, it's a lengthy way until the draft, mm-hmm. until free agency. But NBA just goes bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm a fan of it. Let's get it on. Gets it gets for good content, you know, for always packed episodes. Oh yeah, so draft is before free agency and NBA. Yes. Which I was always weird. The opposite, right? Yeah. Which way do you like better? I kind of like free agency first. Yeah, I think free agency first makes more sense. Because the know, people leave. You... you get to see who leaves the team. So then you can right. draft the yeah. holes. Yeah. No, I think that makes way more sense. That was like, uh, remember when the Cavaliers had the eight pick, eighth pick, and they got, um, crap, their point guard that's on their team right Garland? now. Garland? No, it's not Garland. It's the other one, Sexton. Sexton. And Sexton comes up there and he's like, "Oh, I can't wait to play with LeBron." <laughs> LeBron. Just, <laughs> LeBron just said, "Well, I mean that." Like we kind of knew that. Oh, we kind of knew LeBron was leaving. Yeah, but but, but still, 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 it's funny. All right, so uh, that's next. I'm ex- I didn't. I thought it was in two weeks. I'm excited for that next week. Yeah, I guess that'll. That'd be our content. Twenty third. That would be a Thursday. Mm-hmm. That would be our Friday content. It's always on a Thursday, I'm pretty sure. Because yeah. it's normally our Friday So, one twenty first, we can really preview it more in depth. I don't know if I know enough to do a mock draft, but 
we could do it anyway. All right. Yeah, I don't know if I know enough to be honest about a mock draft either, but we can we can figure one out. But let's uh let's move on. Let's get some. We like to th- sprinkle in some NFL right before each uh, each episode, or right at the end of each episode until the upcoming NFL season starts. So we're gonna do the top ten wide receivers in the NFL, starting at ten. Chris, go ahead. Scary Terry. Ah, be on the list. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good pick at ten. It's a humble pick at ten. I think <laughs> could be higher. But well, I had him at nine, but my number ten oh, okay. was Mike Evans. Okay, and Mike Evans did not make my list. It was between him and, and Godwin. It had to be one of the okay. two, and Godwin just hurt himself. So I think going in next year. I would rather have Mike Evans, so that's. I, I have a grudge against Evans from fantasy. Worst fantasy player ever. You never want him on fantasy, but like, he's been such a like, and I I always think like, oh, Mike Evans is overrated, overrated. But I mean, you get a thousand yards every career of your season. You gotta be, you gotta be consistent at some point. Like, you gotta be good at some point. You know, considered that's, good. At yeah, some yeah. No, he is. He's a dominant force, but he does have games where he just disappears. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Number nine, Scary Terry. I have DK. Oh, DK didn't even make my list. This really? is a good. This might be a good, better list than I thought. When making this, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be juicy. kind of a boring list," but this could be a juicy one. Okay, DK. I I mean, he just can't. He can't run anything but a go route. I still believe it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's still an impact player that way. That's true. I just don't like. You look at the fall of of Russ throughout the years where it's been, he's really good in the, the top and really bad in le- at the end of the years. And at the end of the years, it seems like Lockett's the guy. It's not, it hasn't been Metcalf, but I can still see like he's built like Megatron. He can jump and he's athletic. So mm-hmm. I understand. I understand you putting it there. It's not, not a bad pick. All right. Number eight. Eight. I have Debo. I have AJ Brown. For the Eagles now. E.J. Brown did not make my list. Debo did not make my list. Okay. This is going to be a spicy I mean, Debo, like, I, I don't know if I had more recency bias putting him on there, but, like, he was so incredible last year. <clears throat> and yeah. if you're, if we're going to directly compare him to A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown was hurt a lot of the year. That's and true. And I, I don't like it when people say that he's better than Terry. So if I, if I put Terry at 10, then... There's yeah. no room for him. On that's, fair. that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Because that's always a compar- comparison. Because it was the same draft, and they're both third round picks. And they're both similar play style. Uh, and it's funny. I have, I have Terry right behind him though. It's right there. Mm-hmm. It's right there, right behind him. So AJ Brown came out and said he's the best Titans receiver of all time. Yeah, maybe if he didn't play three seasons there, and then who else did they have? I mean, they have had like no one. But statistically wise, he would have been the best. Yeah, but he right. played three seasons there, so you can't consider yourself the best. There is so much hate there, and I don't. I don't know. I don't understand where it came it. from either, because it was like he quote unquote requested the trade, and then it was immediate hate on. Like he was just yeah like, right. calling out people and yelling at people on Twitter. It's like oh Jesus, he does burn he's, every he's bridge. Big, I guess he's a big Twitter guy. Yeah, he is. He uh, I guess he just wanted to burn every bridge. Yeah, but <laughs> so all right, number seven. I have my Maryland guy, Stefan Diggs. 
I had uh I had Jamar Chase. So yeah, I have Chase a little bit higher. I have Stefan Diggs a little bit higher. I think Diggs is slept on. I I feel like he's right where he should be, and I have the Maryland bias too. That's fair. That's fair. But like I, he's and like, not he's not top three. I feel like anywhere between like four and seven, you could put him at. Yeah, I think like, honestly these guys that I have my top three. It's it's interesting actually. We'll we'll talk more about it as the list progresses. But this was a tough list to make. It was tough because there's so because it there's so many factors. Like it's not just their mm-hmm. play. It's like, and it also it matters about their quarterback because their quarterback hasn't mm-hmm. tipped in the ball. So and I that's probably why wide receivers like hate negotiating contracts because they're probably like oh these are your stats and be like yeah but these are my quarterbacks like that's exactly right, yeah. what Terry's doing right now. <laughs> So, yeah, because he wants to get paid like a top guy, and they're like, well, your numbers don't line up. He's like, well, you had Dwayne Haskins and Case Keenum throwing to me. So. Yeah. And uh, what, Dan Gilbert? Derek Who's Gilbert. Der- <laughs> Gilbert. All right. Uh, Jamar Chase, uh, he's just a rookie. He had that one breakout year. I'm going to give him a shot before I put him in the top five. That's That was my thinking behind it. Give him another year. Okay, that's fair. So we had that same – thing with burrow i think when we did quarterbacks because i think yeah. i had burrow over or you had him i don't remember where it was but it, that was the same i have the thinking. list i have the list i had burrow at seven i'm th- i think i'm guessing you had him higher right where i, I put jamar I chase <laughs> yeah right where i put jamar chase yeah all right uh number six i justin jefferson at six i have deandre hopkins okay I guess go, I mean going into next year, I guess you wouldn't probably. I guess I wouldn't put him on this list because you he's suspended. He's suspended. But when he's out there, and especially him on those Texans years, it's like man, he was such a force. And uh, like, just think about the man, the hail the hail Murray against the Bills. Uh, all those he was hurt a lot of last catches. year too. He was hurt a lot of last year. He only played ten games, and even when he played, I think he was he wasn't fully healthy. So that that's why this list was also tough because there are guys like that. Yeah, and it's hard to you put... know how good they are, but like recently they haven't been as good. So I, I was my brain was at a, a pretzel. <laughs> and there's new rookies and players that are on new teams that are have been better more recently instead of the longevity of it, but. I don't know. I think Hopkins needs to be on there just because of the, the longevity of his career oh, yeah, so I far. Yeah, I have him. Yeah. Okay. Well, then good. What All do right. you think about Jeff- Jefferson? Jefferson? A little too low. Okay. Even though it's – I now it's been two years, right? Yeah, it's been two years. Yes. So we've been – and he has Kirk Cousins, so it's not like he has a superstar quarterback. Uh, I just think Jefferson's kind of in the perfect spot where – not mm. on your list, but in, in the NFL – where like he is just gonna be able to develop for a little bit, and then eventually, hopefully, win some Super Bowls later in the career. Maybe not with I mean not with Kerr. That's what I mean. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, number five. I have Stephon. I chase at five. Okay, so we literally flipped. I think Chase. Yeah, we, we did. But the, this was the tough one. Was Chase and Jefferson? I didn't know which one to put ahead of the other. Mm-hmm. I think Chase has more raw talent. Okay. I mean, it could be just like a breakout rookie year, and then he doesn't improve at all. 
it's very possible. I don't think so, though. No, I, think I agree. He's like a legitimate superstar. And I think his connection with Burroughs is going to get better. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's another one who's literally in the perfect spot. Like, they have yeah, other weapons, yeah. so it's not like they can just sell out on him. He's got a great quarterback. No, he just made so. the Super Bowl in his first year. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, you're right. I think he is in a perfect spot. I think he is going to – you're right. His conne- I mean, his connection with Joe Burrow is going to strengthen. I think he's going to get better as a player. Remember when they just said he couldn't catch footballs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he said, like, oh, that, I'm like, proving people it wrong. It was a little bit warranted. But, but then, like, very quickly, it, it was pretty obvious that he could catch. But that, that was – remember we were talking about during the season. The interesting part about that is they were the ones saying he couldn't catch footballs. <laughs> it wasn't like it was anyone besides the Bengals, beat writers mm-hmm. and scouting report, that was like, he can't catch a football that doesn't have college mm-hmm. stripes on it. And then he's the yeah. one going, oh, I said I couldn't catch footballs. It's like, no, you <laughs> said you couldn't catch footballs. <laughs> All right. Number four, I have Justin Jefferson. I have Hopkins at four. Oh, okay. We're going on talent. Yeah. I think Hopkins, like, this is the right spot for him. Yeah, I think that's fair. He is a dominant force. Uh, yeah, he really And no is. hands are like his hands. I think he has the best hands in the game. He has a presence on the field. That you know you just have to cover. You got to double cover them. And they, it's it's always interesting because the Cardinals have never really had a good second receiver next to him. So it's like everyone just sells out on him. And he still produces. So I have uh, Hollywood. Now they have Bollywood. So I'm excited to see them uh, see him come back after his eight games. Hopefully he's fresh, relaxed. Gets a... what, what was it? Was it steroids? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Should I, I should have knocked him down lower for that. <laughs> we we don't we don't stand for steroids here at the Wise Guys. No, don't. All right, number three. Cooper Cup. Little Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup. <laughs> All right. It. I mean, based on last season, he's he's won, but it was so out of nowhere that like you don't know how much of that he can replicate. I mean, there's no way he replicates. The stats he put up last year. Yeah, his stats last but, year were him and Jerry Rice were the comparisons. Like, yes. there, it's like that's not it's happening just, again. Doesn't make any sense. And it's funny because it felt like, even like late in the season, it's like it just felt like people weren't covering him. <laughs> I don't know if that's because like his degree of separation that he can get or his juke moves, but it just seemed like every time he was he was he caught the ball, he just had space to run down the field. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay, but talk, he was a such a dominant force that he had to be. Yeah, three. he had to be top three. I I agree with that one. And it's when you look at the top, the two people ahead of him are simply because of talent. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. Yeah, it, not like, the numbers. He didn't get the number. They didn't get the numbers that he got last year. But it's because of talent that he is uh, number three. Which number mm-hmm. two, Tyreek Hill. Yep. All right. Sweet. So we have Adams at one. I mean, speed kills. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Adams at one. Okay. And that we can talk about him in a second. But you're right. Speed kills. The. I mean, look no further than the AFC Championship game or divisional game. Yeah. When, like the Chiefs, it looks like they're dead, and then Ayukel gets the ball, and all of a sudden it's a touchdown, and they're like, "What just happened?" That's what he does for you. He completely changes the offense. And he changes. defense. He changes how the other team plays defense. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, 
they have to have the safeties watching him the whole time. They need to have, like, and they, they can't, like, it helps the run game, too, because it opens up, because it's just, everyone's going to think he's going to be wide open. If we leave him and it's, like, not a run, it's going to be wide open. And mm-hmm. he also, he for a 5'9", dude, can moss people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, he'll go up and get the ball. Yeah, so, and he, can, he has the hops to get it. And he has good hands. Uh, so that's he's just not he's perfectly fit at number two. But at number one, best route runner in the league, the smoothest player in the, the league, yeah, the filthiest player in the league, I think. <laughs> Devonte Adams. I it, it's interesting to see how he if he downgrades at all going from Rodgers to Carr, which he said that Carr is just as good as Rodgers, which. They all they yeah. Tyreek Kill said Tua <laughs> is more accurate than Mahomes. So let's let's calm down. We, you know they're always going to defend their newest guy. Like they just want the ball. Yeah, they want the ball. And but, what are they going to go on the podcast and be like? Nah, man, Rodgers was so much better than this clown. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. But I think I I don't think that there's going to be any downtick in numbers. I don't think so either. And I I think, I think if anything, good. he gets more targets, and just. Mm-hmm. More eh. The Packers had nobody. Yeah, that's true. The Packers. The Packers still have nobody. They have nobody yes. now. Uh, yeah. It's it'll be exciting to see him with a tight end that needs to be covered, hmm. and another wide receiver that needs to be covered. Like he was literally getting shelled out at the end with triple coverage, double coverage the whole time, and now right. teams are gonna have to face them and have to worry about other threats other than himself. So maybe it opens up the numbers for him. That'd it very well could. Yeah, the uh, I mean, yeah, because you got Renfro too. I'll never forgive him for the turf toe year. I'm not gonna lie. My see, I I'm the opposite because I had him the year I went. No, I had Thomas the year I went to the championship, but I had him. I think I guess our actually first year I lied. I had him this year. Carried- yeah, I had him this year. Yeah, and you won. Yeah, and I won. So never mind. So- but that turf toe year. I was poised for a championship, and the turf toe just got me every time. The, turf the, toe is brutal. It, it's way. It should not be called turf toe because turf toe <laughs> sounds like the most pussy thing in the world. So, and I now like ever since then I've just had respect for anyone who has turf toe. Like if you're yep. playing with turf toe, like Devontae like Adams. But if do it's it. holding out Devontae Adams, yeah, then it's not hold out. Let's be serious. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. That's a that good list. list. Yeah, it's a solid list. Running backs next time. Yep. The, the Lamar Jacksons of the world are coming up next time. So that does it for this podcast. See everybody Tuesday. And uh, we'll, the Tuesday, preparing for the draft. Get your, uh, get your mock drafts ready. We'll be there. And, yeah, everyone have a good weekend. And happy Father's Day out there to all the dads. Uh, go Phils. Go Phils. Go O's.